Okay. And all right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. Whoop, whoop. And I am your co-host, Sasquatch. And joining me today as normal is the man, the myth. Women want to be him. Men want him. The Yeti! The Yeti! <laughs> hey, it's Pride Month, so... <laughs> oh, did... I said debauchery wrong. My bad. <laughs> oh, this is a good start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so, so. I know I keep, I'm, I'm, I'm moving away from the mic. I apologize. So, today's episode is going to be on the glory of God. Isn't that what everything is about or should be about? All right, so before uh, we do jump into the glory of God, a couple things, right? Have we got anybody new on Facebook? Mm-mm. Nobody? Nope. We Come on, a, guys. Be sharing. We made a liking, new group. And then... Subscribing. How's that going? Hey, we've got a post up in there. What, we have a post? Yeah. How about, I mean, uh, but how many people have joined it? A handful? I, I haven't even... Not many? Not many. Two? A handful. 30? Maybe. 164? Not quite. Okay. But we're going up, like in everything else we do. We're going up. Yeah, yeah. Little slow. We didn't do a lot on uh, YouTube this week, did we? No. No. We did a lot everywhere else. Sorry. It's called work. Some of us have to do it for a living. And some of us do it to the glory of God. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I I think uh, they call that a Jesus juke. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... uh, yeah, we do. We do appreciate everyone's support. Um, we appreciate those who have joined uh, the Bigfoot Revival Pack Pack Cave. Yeah, because we're meeting in a cave for some reason. Yeah, because that's what Big Feet do. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought that's where they lived. Yeah. Plus, we got a bone to pick with our buddies from Cultish. Oh, oh, yeah. They put us on. Uh, their logo and didn't ask permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like they trying to beam up Bigfoot in that UFO. <laughs> it is a good looking logo. It is. It is. So, yeah, I feel I want. There's a part of it that just wants to jump straight in, and then there's another part of it that says we need to kind of get warmed up. So, is there anything else that that kind of needs to be said or mentioned? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right then. So that being said, <laughs> do you have any takes on the fact that it is June and? Yeah, I mean, of course I do, uh, but I mean, I ain't trying to sit there and make that the theme. But everybody knows Sasquatch got an opinion. Yeah, he's an opinionated <laughs> person. Thing. Look, the the deal with. I think I mentioned this last week. June is the the month in which the heathen gets to show that's us right. God's wrath. That's right. Um, that's original. So if you want to put it on something, you can just make sure you put me in the <laughs> in the quote uh, Sasquatch. Let me talk about Sasquatch. Who's who's Sasquatch? He's a guy from a podcast. <laughs> We've never seen him. <laughs> Somebody told me he wins at hide and go seek. Every time. Him and John Cena. 
My side of the camp doesn't get it. Your side does. <laughs> you can't see him. That's the joke. Yeah. We don't know why you can't see him. <laughs> he said it. It must be true. He said it. Uh, a lot of us wish we hadn't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> All right. So uh, some things that have come out, we've seen a lot of conservatives or a handful of conservative groups come out uh being on pro-homosexual agenda. And let me explain something, and I hope this doesn't come off as ugly or anything, but it, it, you know how I am. It's going to come off as brutally honest. It is what it is. You can't be conservative and not support and be conservative about the family. And when we say, thank God, or or churches are saying that, right? Thank God for our, our brothers and sisters with a... Uh, what, what they, they wouldn't call them homosexuals, but they they call them something, you know. Um, ow, uh, <laughs> my hand. That's what happens when you talk with your hands too much, even even when nobody sees you. Uh, so, but you know, they would say uh, our our homosexual brothers and sisters, our 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 gender fluid brothers and sisters. I heard something the other day talking about, oh, I love this generation that I mean, everything is so fluid. What does what? that mean? Huh. Everything is fluid? Like water? Yeah, I guess. It's going to get flushed down the toilet because it's fluid. Well, God did say he's not going to flood the planet anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> he has people. every right to, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, which he would regardless, but anyways. So, you know, it's... Churches are jumping on board with this, and and that's nothing new. The, the conservative politics are jumping on board with this. That's something fairly new. Um, I think I think I mean we saw it with with uh the great the great white hope right Donald Trump. Oh yeah. I mean I mean he was all I mean there was one yeah. time he just had a rainbow flag and he wrapped himself in it like it was the American flag or something. I mean it just I, I'm telling you. This isn't anything new. I think conservatives are trying to broaden the camp. They feel like they need to. But you have to defend the family. And homosexuality is a direct attack against the family. Now, they'll say, well, you know, but you can have family. No, you can't. There has to be a line drawn. Well, and the line is, thus says the Lord. Amen. And and, and the Lord says that he created man and woman so that they could be they Right, if we're gonna use pronouns, <laughs> your pronoun means uh, husband and wife. They. Mm-hmm. It revolves around having a he and a she, and he and a she get together, and they make another. They make another he or she, and and, and so the human race continues to flourish. Right, and, and and homosexuality is also we talk about abortion, but homosexuality is part of that. Right, I mean, I mean, not knowing if you're a man or a woman, uh, the transgender thing, the the homosexuality. Two men can't make a baby. Neither can two women. You know, it's I, funny. I, um, I saw a meme today on Facebook, and it showed where Ancestry.com had updated their profile picture, and it's I guess their logo, which is like a a tree with a branch coming off of it, uh-huh. with the rainbow flag in the background, and then right up underneath it, there's a guy just going, hmm. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> it is because how are you gonna have how are you gonna have ancestry if you can't make babies? That's it. You got the top of that tree cut out. Yeah, that's it. 
And, and so we talk about abortion, but this is also part of the culture of death. That's right. Not being able to produce life is a part of the culture of death. And so when you take all that in together, I, I don't see how conservatives can do that. Uh, it, it It is, to me, it, it it's simple. And maybe that's because I do read the Bible. <laughs> I mean, right. maybe that's why, but... but uh, you got something there? Or? Yeah. Well, All right. um, there's been another guy. I think it was C.R. Wiley. It might not have been. Yeah, I like that guy. He He's pretty good. I mean, he's a presby, but, you know. Well, in, <laughs> where's, where's our boy? Um, um, oh, shoot. My brain just went out. What, what's his name? I need a little more. Don't, don't. Darren, Darren don't. Yeah. As our boy Darren would say, a Presbyterian. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh boy has given a new name for uh, June, and he calls it "Read Romans One Every Day for a Month." Month. <laughs> <laughs> every day for month. Month. Um. So, just looking right here at Romans, uh, one verses twenty six and twenty seven, and it's talking about all the shameless acts that everyone's doing. Uh, for this reason, God gave them over to a degrading passions. For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the women and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. That's death. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's natural. No, it ain't. It's natural. At, you know, that, that whole natural thing, um, first of all, it's not natural. Second of all, uh, you hear, uh, what was, there was a movie with Adam Sandler and um, Kevin James, and I like Kevin James as an actor. Oh, yeah. Well, they came out with this movie where they played two uh, straight guys who pretend to be homosexual for insurance or something. I forget <laughs> what it was. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? No. You don't? I don't. All right. I don't remember the name and of the I movie. I love Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, well, some of them. When they're great, they're great. When they're when they're not, they're not. Um, but Kevin James, you know, he's a single dad. I think he needed some insurance or something. I forget the exact thing. So they were trying to convince everybody that Adam Sandler was his husband, and and they made the comment about uh, how dolphins will sometimes. Uh, try to be gay i guess and that was that was their argument because it was natural right mm. well first of all the bible says that it's not natural so I, that's my that's my opinion on it second of all um dolphins kill each other and baby sharks dolphins have no i mean i mean dolphins can be incredibly nice but they can be incredibly evil is that right yeah yeah, you ought to see, man. Look it up if y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Watch it. Watch. Uh, How do you know this? Do you I know like, everything. You know, Dolphininfo.com <laughs> or something. I, mean, I don't know. You, you're looking at dolphin videos on man, YouTube. I bet you it was on Shark Week or something. You have the onlyest information about stuff that I've ever heard in my life. It's hilarious. If I ever want to know anything about something I know nothing about, I know to go to Sasquatch because he's got the answers. <laughs> Look, man, I know things. <laughs> you sure do. Can't nobody deny you of that. <clears throat> so, 
So look it up on YouTube. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think you can. Dolphins I think on uh, you can find like uh, dolphins. That what they do is they they dive deep under the water, and then yeah. they come up and they hit the, the shark, and they'll knock them way out into the out of the water and oh, stuff, snap. and they'll they'll kill them. Um, you know, animals don't kill each other for no reason. Yes, they do. As a buddy of ours says, yes, they do, Susan. <laughs> and and so, so we don't want to, what, what, what does that prove to me? That sin has permeated more than just humans. There you go. It has literally permeated all of creation. All of it. Therefore, when I see creation acting out of the norm, I don't try to make that the norm. Right? That's what they try to do. Mm. Dolphins can be homosexuals, therefore it's natural. Uh, uh, weed smokers are the world's worst for this, right? Man, it's natural, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Just smoke it. It's natural. I'm like, so is poison ivy, you douche. <laughs> we ain't going to be smoking it, though. I ain't smoking it. <laughs> you know how many things out there are natural that would kill me? This is not a good argument. <laughs> I heard it on Cheech and Chong or something, man. And they say you you died of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> he smoked. He smoked a whole thing of poison ivy. How'd he die? <laughs> COVID. <laughs> That daggone COVID, man. <laughs> it strikes again. <laughs> uh, I think we're good to go on to the, <laughs> the main point of what we were supposed to talk about now. Well, good. <laughs> the glory of God. And uh, more importantly, or maybe not more importantly, but um, us bringing glory to God in everything that we do. Now, we have a Bible verse. We wouldn't be us without Bible verses. So do you want to go ahead and, and drop our first one? Yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 says, So, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now, in the Greek, what does all mean? Hmm. I'm going to say it means all. It means all, Peter. <laughs> I don't know who Peter is. I just said that. <laughs> Figured we'd be going with Steve from Family Feud. <laughs> yeah. Look, everybody's going, Yeti's real name is Peter. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Or maybe it's Paul. <clears throat> I'll be Paul. <laughs> you could be Peter. Yeah, I'm going to get rebuked for this later. <laughs> Probably to my face. <laughs> uh, so everything that you do to the glory of God, yeah. all things, if it's eating, if it's drinking, if it's working, um, and in fact, there's another verse we don't have to pull it up right now, but that says if when you work, work to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And so don't don't necessarily work to your glory or work toward the glory of your boss or that kind of mm -hmm. thing, but work to the glory of God. So what does that look like when we're working to the glory of God? Well, first of all, let's let's bring this back to some old school stuff, right? When we do something to the glory of God, what is that? That's warfare, mm. right? 
Yeah. And so when we're working to the glory of God or, or, or eating or drinking or whatever it is, we're doing it to the glory of God. Someone doesn't like that. His name is the devil or Lucifer. I like Lucifer. Do you? Yeah, Lucifer. Oh, oh Satan's our enemy. Oh, smut face. <laughs> and other bad names. Etc. 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 We don't. These guys are on crack today. <laughs> We're just tired, <laughs> pretty much. We're just tired. We have worked so hard, and and in all honesty, you're hearing us unwind a little bit. I think. Yeah. I, I think that's part of this. Part of it work was to the glory of God. Well, hopefully, all of it was. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things too. It's like, hey, we we can get a trailer from a guy, right? And all we have to do is find a tire and rim for it. Uh, nobody sells that size tire. I mean, no, what's that you rim. say? A needle in a haystack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get it a month from now if I jump on Amazon. <laughs> so it, it's just yeah. So there, there's just things going on. Everybody has these these weeks, these days where everything is just going and going, and it's going hard. On one hand, that's a good thing, right? Yep. We've been able to talk Jesus with uh, some people that normally we don't get to, uh, save mm-hmm. for one, my father. Yeah. Right. I don't yep, know yep. if I, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but but uh, my dad, um, I don't talk a whole lot of Christ with him. He doesn't like hearing it from me. But the other day he opened up to me, and we were talking a little bit about it, and and it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Um. So we we try to share the gospel, and when we're working, um, this one lady that we were working for came up to us and said, "Now, just to let you know, I'm a counselor." So I'm particular. I'm not crazy. <laughs> or as I like to put it, particularly crazy. <laughs> so I told I told old Yeti, I said, man. He goes, no, actually, he said something to me first. He said, that was awkward. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, I think next time she makes it that awkward, I'm just going to go, hey, do you know Jesus? <laughs> I said, because if we're going to make it awkward, let's have it awkward on our terms. There you go. <laughs> We Let's, have we have the home court advantage as Christians with that. Too. Yeah, bring yeah, it yeah. all back to Jesus at any cost. Yeah, I mean, it just if we're gonna be in an awkward situation, <laughs> maybe we ought to have control of this thing. <laughs> anyway, so doing things to the glory of God, what does that look like? All right, so first of all, it says eating and drinking. Let's start there with eating and drinking, and mm-hmm. we can expand from there. Part of that, I think, is saying the blessing before you eat. Acknowledging that this is something given to you by God. Yep, it's that recognition that your sustenance, what your fuel, what keeps you energized whenever you're hungry, your your need for food is satisfied, and yeah. that is a blessing from God. Yeah. So it's best to just before you even dive in, just take the time to thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Yeah, and that, and that brings glory to God. And also, and thinking about it while you're eating. You know, this is from God. Yeah. Well, and why are you eating? For sustenance. Right. Right. Now, why? Well, you don't want to be hungry. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. When we when we only eat for our own desires, we become fat gluttons. Mm-hmm. Right? 
when we eat for our own desire and we have the ability to, to have that food there for us, we become fat gluttons because it tastes good, because it's it's there. It's comfort food. Have you heard you know, oh, the yeah. old term comfort food? Why are you eating comfort food? To comfort yourself. Exactly. <clears throat> You're eating for your glory in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so eat for the glory of God, uh, which means you may have to skip a meal from time to time. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and you know, your food is energy that that enables you to live another day, to go out and be fighting those battles, to be that's right taking the gospel out to the world. So that's right. We should be mindful about what we eat there because yeah. some things that you eat can make you down, gluttonous, and just yep. make you feel like the weight of the world is, is just dragging you down. Gravity yeah. just got a whole lot heavier. And, and and let's be honest and fair. You can also take this in the other direction to where you are not eating anything good mm-hmm. or tasty, right? You're not, there you're you not go. eating anything. You you're, you're only eating, uh, raw vegetables. Um, and, and you've taken the joy out of food. Right, right. You've taken the joy out of food. No, God's given us this. It's a joyful thing. We ought to have joy in eating, mm-hmm. right? So let's not take it to that extreme either. But we also also should not be gluttons in the way that we eat, right? Because we're doing it for our glory, our ben- our our own uh, enjoyment, mm-hmm. right? It should be for God. Now, somebody will say, "Now this sounds extreme, guys." It is, right? It is. Why why are we why are we afraid of extremism when it comes to Christ? And if the scripture says that we should eat to the glory of God, then there's a reason for that. And 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 I think that it's important that to both to both find joy in your food because it's something that came from God. It's something sweet and good that comes from God. And not take that to an extreme and become gluttons. Because you you still want to have be healthy, so that you can go forward and spread the gospel and right. and and live longer, um to 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 see to see new Christians to mm-hmm. see people know Christ right. Uh, yeah, it goes yeah. along I think with being a good that, steward. Yeah. You know, drinking's the same thing, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. if you if you drink, um, we where we're from. You drink a lot of tea. Yes, you a do. lot of tea. Not just any tea, sweet tea. Where I'm from, you don't have to specify sweet. <laughs> there you go. I, I mean, you know, what do you want, Shug? Tea. All right. If I want unsweet tea, I have to specify that. Amen. And, and that's just the way it is around here. And, and we 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 believe that that's the way it should be for the glory of God. <laughs> uh, so when we Eat and drink, let it be for the glory of God. And breaking that down, what does that mean? Uh, Now, we can expand from that. And some of the first things that I think of is work. Working for the glory of God. And I said we had a Bible verse for that. Do you want to go ahead and break that one out? Uh, Yeah. Um, Colossians 3, 17, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. No, that's not it. It's Colossians. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's a good one, too. It kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you do, 
Work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. There you go. So when you go to work, you work. Yeah. When you go to work, you make money for that company. Mm-hmm. Your your mind is that I need to be as a value as humanly possible because I represent Christ. And so even or even as far to say if your boss wants you to do something underhanded, you say, Mm-mm, no, because you may be my employer, but I work for Christ. That's right. So because and, and, and look, that comes down to who are you dependent on? Right? Are you yeah, dependent yeah, yeah. on this job, on this employer, or are you dependent on Christ? Mm-hmm. If you're dependent on Christ, you can lose a job and find another one. If you are dependent on on, on this employer or this empo- or this particular job for money, mm-hmm. then you're not willing to make stands like that. Well, it's like we said, every good thing that we have comes from him. That includes our employment. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that gave us that job. That's right. If they're asking us to do something that doesn't bring him glory or that causes us to sin yeah. and we leave it, it's not to say that things will be easy. Things might get rough for our betterment in Christ. Yeah, yeah. But he will sustain us. He gives us everything that we need. What if I don't find a job as good? Well, then deal with a job not as good for the glory of God. Amen. That's some hard truth. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean. In all I mean, honesty, I mean that's. And it's well, easier I, said I hear, than done, too. Some of these podcasts, Christian podcasts, I be hearing them, and and real calmly, real, real, uh, just kind of librarian ish. They'll go. That's a good word. That's <laughs> that's a good word. Yeah. So what you that that what you just said hey, that that's was a, a tough good word. word. What you talking it, about? That's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. To think to 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 come to the conclusion that. Um, it, it's easy in hindsight to go, oh yeah, God gave me this job. Mm-hmm. Versus saying, oh yeah, God's going to give me another job. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, God may give me another job, but I don't know if it'll be as nice as this one. And what if you get in it and then say you leave what you would call a good job. Yeah. And you've prayed and you're going out trying to do things for the glory of God and you're on the direction that he's got you on, and then you think, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have left. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. That's whenever temptation comes in. And then you think, I've prayed about this, and then you seek wise counsel. You don't just stop at yourself. Go to somebody that may be a little bit smarter than you, and if not, can at least give you some encouragement on your own level. The village idiot walking with Christ is wiser counsel than the wisest king. Amen. Amen. But that's whenever you start to think, you know what? It's tough right now. Things ain't good. Life is full of hills and valleys. But if you're doing all that you can do to serve the Lord and do for his glory, then you're right where he wants you to be. And anywhere else that you are, you're not going to have the fulfillment that you have in doing what you're doing, no matter how much it sucks. Son. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a Bible and a pulpit. I'm just going to let you take over. I'd, I'd settle for a raise, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there again, that, those are, those, it's hard to think that way. All right, so 
family. Family. Now, this is a little bit trickier. Uh, I think every man is responsible for his family. And in doing so, situations are different. Mm -hmm. That being said, um, are you allowing the public school system, are you allowing the government to raise your children? Because if you allow the, 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 the government to raise your children, you're going to have a bunch of people who depend on government as God. Well, the public school system, like it or not, is trying harder and harder and harder to raise your kids. The more that they can, the more that they can influence your kids without you knowing what's going on, if you don't believe that, look at uh, Joe Biden wanting to add another year, like preschool, like kindergarten is, right? Okay. So, mandatory preschool, public preschool, mandatory kindergarten. It started off first grade. We were talking to Freddie about that earlier today. Yeah. He said, when I went to school, you started in first grade, <laughs> and then there was kindergarten and then preschool. Yep. And they're wanting to make that mandatory, and they're also wanting to free two-year college, and I can't remember if they wanted that to be mandatory or not, but at least two free-year college. Why? Why? Because they want to keep you in their indoctrination camp as long as possible. Right. Now, am I not trying to do the same thing with my kids, indoctrinate them? Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's let's use let let's let's be realistic about this. I want to indoctrinate my children. I want to indoctrinate my children with holiness. I want to indoctrinate my children with righteousness. I want and to truth. indoctrinate my children with truth. And all that comes from God. Amen. And so I want to get as much God in my children and as and as little secularism as humanly possible. And so for us that looks like homeschooling. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's possible or the best thing for everyone. Right. For us, it it, it is. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't ever want to come across as, if you're not doing it the way I am, you're doing it wrong. Of course. Because that's not the case. But I'm going to be honest that's with you. That's what the government does. Right? right now, I can't think of a better option. Yeah. I think that's the best option. I also think there are certain reasons, some unbiblical, some biblical, that may make it hard for you to do the best option. Yeah. And that may look like a good Christian school. Uh, and, and, and it may not. I know the Christian schools around here, I'd, I'd prefer not to have my kids in them. Mm. I don't know if that's a normal thing all over the, the, the country. Yeah. But in my our area, you know, if it's... It, <laughs> They're about like anything else. They're they're just mimicking the public school system. Mm -hmm. Why would I want that? Mimicking the public school system and I have to pay a whole lot more. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Right, right. So, <clears throat> but it has the word Christian on it. Some even have the word academy. Yeah. So you think it's really good, you know, Christian and academy. But a lot of them are, are just, they're no different than 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 the public school system is in there, and they're indoctrinating your children with with more worldliness than they are godliness hmm. and so but that being said there are really good christian schools as well i don't know any good public schools uh now if you if you send your kid to a public school because that's what you feel like you have to do for whatever reason 
Um, you know, maybe you're a single parent. Maybe maybe your spouse died or they ran off or something, and now here you are raising them by yourself. Stuck. And, yeah, and you have to work. Yeah, and you and, and and you don't know where to send. You know, you can't afford a private school, or, mm-hmm. or and you can't and, and you have to work, so you can't. Now, my suggestion would be do whatever it took to homeschool. But if you can't do that, uh, you know, you're going to have to spend a lot of time with your kids outside of the public school system. Yeah. Which means you're going to have to ask them, what did you learn? And when they say nothing, you're going to have to pry them. Yeah. And you're going to say, no, 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 no. What, what's going on? Let me see your books. Let's talk about this. Let's go through this. Um, from what I understand, it can't even take books home anymore because they don't want their parents to see what they're learning. There so, you go. so if that's the case, you know, there's, there's other, you know, you got to figure out ways around that mm-hmm. and you've really got to be attentive to your children and you've really got to be living a lifestyle that glorifies God in front of your children. People don't want to hear this stuff. People want to think that they can just put their kids in school and that their kids will wind up being good Christian children with good jobs one day. And that's not the case. That is not the case. Kids don't go to college and lose their salvation. Well, you don't lose your salvation anyway, but the idea is that you go to college and then you become apostate from the church. You didn't just went to college and that happened. You were being fed that your whole school career, but now you're away from mommy and daddy. So now that a bit of accountability is gone. And all the temptations are just amped up. Exactly. Exactly. So... You have to, as a parent, work with your kids. Now, just because you homeschool does not mean that your kids are going to be good Christian boys and girls. You are going to have to do a lot of, you. as a parent, you have to walk for the glory of God if you want your kids to know Jesus. They have to be, they have to see Christ working in your life. It can't just be, Mama and daddy go to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. It can't be. I know too many people and have seen it in, in, in my own life with certain people and have heard too much about it third party and, and to know that those people walk away from Christ. Those people who went to church on Sunday and did not live for Christ the rest of the week, their children did not uh, adopt their faith and they walked away. Why? Because we talked about this last night in, in, in church because they're no, no, no. That's all they're told. Yeah. There's no, well, why not? Right. And if you ask why not, because I said so, why'd you say, because I said so now, sometimes it would, especially with young children, I say, so has to be the answer because they're just, they'll just, why, 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 why? And you're like, and the lesson there is you have to obey the authority. Yeah. As scripture yeah. dictates. Well, it, honor your mother and father. There you go. The Bible says to honor your mother and father. Now, right now, my kids are at an age to where they don't need, they're not asking why do I honor, or they may ask why do I honor my mother and father, but they don't ask why does the scripture get to tell me that, right? Right. And so, but I am prepared to answer that question. And, and we're we're growing with them. Which we're, forces the parents to be... To hone in on what they believe and yeah. why they believe, so it yeah. seems like it's a, it's just a sharpening tool all around, you know. Well, it, it goes back to 
when you disciple somebody, you'll grow in Christ. Right. When you teach right. a Sunday school class, you'll grow in Christ. When you are raising up children, if you're going to do it well, you will grow in church. In church, you will grow in Christ as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's just part of it. You you grow as you teach. Yeah. And as a pastor, I'm growing all the time because I'm studying the Word and I'm diving into the Word and I'm doing deep studies into the Word. So and and because of that, I'm growing in Christ. And God is glorified whenever that's happening. Amen. All right. So, children, husbands, wives. Wives, are you honoring your husband? That brings glory to God. Husbands, are you loving your wives? That brings glory to God. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. It has to be done. And we always act to like, you know, you were talking earlier about some of these conservative groups trying to bring more in, and they're really just bending a knee to the culture. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Especially whenever churches are doing it, and we act like we're so scared to offend people, and it's not us. Yeah. It's not us. It is God. It's God and his word. Our duty is to go out and proclaim it. Amen. It's not us. If they reject us, we always hear this, and it almost sounds cliche. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting uh, Jesus. They're rejecting the Bible. Then why don't we live like that? We're dumb. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I'm glad you told me. (laughs) So look at it like this. Christ is who you are. If you're a Christian, your life should revolve around Christ. Mm -hmm. That being said, once your life starts revolving around Christ and you're giving the gospel and somebody rejects that, you feel rejected. Yeah. When, when, When the gospel is offended because you're tied into the gospel, yes, the gospel is what offended them. But you're the messenger. Yep. You're you're the tool of offense. Mm-hmm. Even if you weren't directly the cause of offense, you are the tool of offense. And so, um, you know, if somebody, for a good example, the other way around, if somebody is talking about critical race theory and we get offended by that. Now, I think the offense is a little bit different when we get offended. Yeah. We get kind of irritated at the the thing but you also get irritated at the people proclaiming it yeah right are they critical race theory no but they're the tool promoting right. it and so you get irritated and offended at them um j- other way around as well and so our benefit is that we have the holy spirit living with us yeah yeah and and one side's true, one side's not. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be offensive, be offensive for the truth. Be offensive for God, the creator. The one who said, let there be light, mm-hmm. and there was. Let there be life, and there was. Let there be, let there be, let there be, and there was, and there was. And he saw that it was good. And it was good. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. So when we're wanting to give glory to God, we give glory to God because of who he is and what he's done, we cannot be self-centered and give glory to God. Just we don't have work that way. We have to be focused on Christ, 
And let's be honest, most of us are not willing to focus on something other than ourselves. Most of us, Christian or non-Christian, in our culture, seem not to be able to focus on something other than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we've believed the lies of let you be you. And we've believed the lies of, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, low, low, YOLO. YOLO. Yeah. We believe that lie. You only live once. Maybe you, you're going to burn <laughs> in hell. That's right. What I do, what I do and what I say has eternal consequences. So I don't just live once in the sense of then I die and it's all over. Mm -hmm. No, I die and I answer for what I've done while I was alive. Right. I die and I answer for how I raised my kids. I die and I answer for how I, I, I led the church. I die and I answer for how I led my wife. I die and I answer for how I worked. I die and I answer for, for what I've done here on earth. And so if I'm not doing it for the glory of God, then why am I doing it? And may I be so bold to say if I do it for any other reason than the glory of God, then I'm doing it for sin. Ooh. Somebody yeah. come back and tell me I'm wrong on that one. I, I haven't put a lot of thought of that. That's just something that popped in my head, but I don't see why that's wrong. Hey, we have an email address, a Facebook messenger, and a brand new Facebook group. Drop us a line. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's put that in the group. That'll be our next thing. Yeah. If you're not working, um if you're not if everything that you if you do something that's not for the glory of God. Is it sin? Hmm. That's a good question. Right now, off the top of my head, I'm going to say it is. Maybe I shouldn't be so bold in that statement, but uh, that being said, are we doing it for the glory of God? That's what we have to ask ourselves whenever we're faced with any and every situation. Yeah. Whatever comes to us, are, am I doing this for the glory of God? Yeah. And that being said, turn left or right. Whatever's going on in your life, say put put left and right on it. These are a choice that I have to make. God, which one do I take? I read the Bible. It doesn't. It doesn't say, "Hey, take you know, take right, take left." So, which one do I do? Well, what are your circumstances in your life? Have you prayed about it? First of all, are you praying about it? And if you are, um, God, God should bring to your mind, what are your circumstances? What are your priorities? Is your priority to make a lot of money? Is your priority to have a short commute? Is your priority to, I, I reckon I'm, I'm looking at jobs that kind of, I, I probably ought to clarify that, you know, job A or job B. Am I doing it? What are my priorities? Um, have more kids. Why don't I want to have more kids? I don't want to have more kids because, um, you know, I have a handful as it is. Mm. I don't want to have more kids because, um, you know, money's kind of tight right now as it is. Oh, so God's not going to supply for that. I don't want to have more kids because, uh, I'm stressed out. Oh, okay. You're stressed out. God tells you to go forth and multiply, and you're stressed out. You're not dependent on Christ. 
Mm-hmm. Now there's some there's some good reasons, like health reasons, or or you know I'm not trying to I'm not trying to bash everybody who doesn't decide to have go out and have more kids. Somebody out there with eleven kids talking about I would, but the doctors <laughs> say it'll kill me, you know. And, and I'm not talking to you, you know. I'm talking to that 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 couple that has one or two kids, and they're 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 sitting there thinking, do we really want to have another one? Yeah. Yes. Does the Bible say yes? Uh, well, no, not in so many words, but it does say that a man who has a full quiver of arrows, arrows being his uh, children, qui- uh, quiver being his his family, is blessed. Yeah. It says that Adam and Eve uh, were supposed to go out and multiply. We're supposed to go out and create to take dominion over the world. As a Christian, do we take dominion over the world if we're not if we're not growing and discipling children? Mm-hmm. I, I'd like a discipleship group. It's called your home. Ooh. That's a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Are you having family worship? I, I mean, and, and there again, there there are thousands upon thousands of situations. And I'm not trying to to attack people who are spiritually, um, uh, spiritually, uh, what's the right word? Faithful, spiritually faithful to God, and maybe they just can't have children or or whatever. You know, uh, yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about somebody who's who's 90 and to my I'd have more children if I could, you know, right. or or whatever the, the thing may be. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking to your average person out there who says, I have two children. Isn't that good enough? Well, the world says it is. The world says it is. Therefore, you ought to be on alert in the first place. Mm. But God God says children are wonderful, glorious things to have. And who is the world system to tell us that we have too many people on the planet God's the one that made it. He said, "Go forth and multiply and fill it up." Do you think he could didn't to create the planet to handle everyone? Exactly. So, yeah, I'm. I'm um, what else here? Well, we got kind of on a kick about having kids, bringing glory to God. There, there's so many examples. Right. Just, just. Are Make you sharing the gospel? You are you sharing the gospel on a regular basis? Or are you pulling that whole trick where you have to become their best friend first, and then whenever uh, you think that finally you know them well enough that you can say something awkward and they won't run away? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, that's kind of sneaky, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we've we been friends for three years. I'm finally going to share the gospel with him today. Do you know Jesus? What? You're a Christian? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I go to church. This whole time? That's where you've been going on Sunday? <laughs> I was wondering why you wouldn't answer your phone. I noticed you were gone one Sunday a month. I didn't realize it was church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame on you if that's you. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, I had to go pick up a chair. <laughs> I love you. Repent. Uh, 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 yeah. Guys, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. 
I'm really not. I want us to think deeper about what we do. Most of us are trapped in the world system, and we're obedient to the world system more than we're obedient to Christ. And we don't even realize it a lot of times. We just go along because the world's yeah. a moving, and we get caught up exactly. in the shuffle. And exactly. don't even realize it. But whenever you take the time to pause, zoom out, examine your life, and yeah. see what are you living for. Are you reading the Scripture? Your best bet to getting out of the world system is being aware of what God has said. Amen. That's your best bet of getting out of the world system. Are you a Christian and you're depressed? Let's start there. Are you depressed? Now, I'm not saying there's there's not legitimate reasons to be upset or angry or sad. And I'm not saying that there's not chemical imbalances and that kind of thing that make it harder not to be depressed. But are you focused on Christ? How are you going to be focused on Christ and depressed? And I'm talking, I mean, and, and this is something that a lot of the, I mean, some of my here at Spurgeon dealt yeah. with depression. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're in good company. I'm not trying to, to shame you or put you down. There's a little booklet on that, too. It's called Spurgeon's Sorrows. I've read it. It's, yeah. a, good, it's a good read. So if you're dealing with depression, pick up Spurgeon Sorrows. I'm yeah. assuming you can pick it up on Amazon. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's encouraging. We need that affiliate link. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so pick it up, man. Read it. It it, it. it can help. Another one was what was what was my man? Martin Lloyd Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, spiritual depression. It's causes and I forget. Anything about Bob's Martin Lloyd Jones yeah. is good. Uh the, the main title though is is spiritual depression. It's yeah. it's a good dude. Uh, be focused on Christ. Mm-hmm. Be, and, and, and am I wrong? I mean, you've read both those books. I haven't read the the other one, but it's recommended uh, gotcha. to me by somebody that I really trust. Would would the that. would the um would it be fair to say that that Spurgeon's things was was that we need to be focused on Jesus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I'm not I'm not trying to slam you or, or insult you. I, I I want you to be know Christ in such an intimate manner that it would be difficult for you to be depressed. Yeah. That's what I desire. But if you're trapped in a world system and you feel like you've got to to battle, if you feel like you've got if you felt like you had to battle Donald Trump personally or you have to battle um uh um Joe Biden personally. You're too tied up into the world system. Yeah. And we talk politics on this show. I mean, we we Talked about June month earlier. I mean, June month. <laughs> June being uh, quote-unquote pride month. I saw a meme that was like, uh, it had this 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 dog and this cat, and the guy's holding the dog, and the cat's just kind of looking at him. And it's like the cat, and the, the, the statement under the cat was, the, uh, six of the other, six... Of the seven deadly sins who aren't getting their own month. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we don't mind handling those issues, but at the same time, we know Christ prevails. We know Christ uses his church to prevail. We know Christ is going to return, and and the whole world is going to see him for what he is, and that's King of King and Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. Besides... 
We belong to Christ. What can the world do to us? Yeah. Fear the don't fear the man the the man who can take your life, but fear the man who can take your soul. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Am I saying that correctly? Fear the don't fear the one that can just kill the body, but the one that can kill the body and throw the soul into hell. Yeah, there we go. That's the way it's Thank you. That's what I'm here for, bro. When I was saying it, I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> but yeah. Fear God. Fear God. One of my favorite stories is uh Tom Askell. And he's dying basically. And the guy in the ambulance is trying to save his life and he's just a cussing and carrying on and taking the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> and what very well could have been Tom Askell's last words was Fear God. Yeah. Fear God. Son, could you imagine you're sitting there saying GD this, GD that, and the man you're working on looks up at you and says, fear God, and then passes out? No. I, I mean, that, I mean, that's crazy. Just, in, in, even in death, Tom Askell said, I'm going to bring glory to God. We were talking about the guys who were playing, um, what was the hymn that they were playing on the Titanic? Oh, near my God to thee. Near my God to thee. They're playing near my God to thee as the sink ship that's the sink the ship sinks around them. They're on board. And instead of panicking and instead of freaking out and instead of oh, what are we gonna do? He says, On the down note, boys. What? That's just funny. <laughs> On the down note, boys. <laughs> Fellers. Yeah, he's right. He's playing near my God to thee as this here boat's a sinking <laughs> neighborhood of B. He's probably British or something, <laughs> and we got him sounding like a redneck. But, yeah. That's faith. And they go down playing, playing mm-hmm. godly music. That's who I want to be. When everybody else, when the world is freaking out around me, and, and and everything looks like it's going to hell. To be the guy who stands up and says, all right, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And up plays the band. To be the guy who can say, they're losing their mind, but I stand on so- a solid rock. I don't stand on sinking sand. It's here I stand. For the glory of God. Right. And for no other reason. So if this is the moment he decides to take me out of this world, even in death, I want it to be for the glory of God. Man, I, I'm telling you, that 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 thought, you were telling me about the whole Titanic thing, mm-hmm. and, and, and just as I was flushing that out, I mean, it just, even now, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I hope that's me. Yeah. I hope that's me. I hope uh, as everything is going down that I can, if I was ever in a situation like that, that I, I wouldn't be the panicky one, that I wouldn't be the ones yelling and screaming as if I didn't have hope in Christ, mm-hmm. but that I had confidence in my God. Not that he's going to save my life in the sense of uh, not allowing me to drown, not in the sense that he's going to make me wealthy, not in the sense that my life is going to be e- easy, but in the sense that he is in control of all of it. And when something bad happens to me, it's for the glory of God. I am being tested and that I should find joy in those trials. That's right. So we're right close to closing. I mean, an hour. Do you want to go ahead and close it out? 
I think now's as good a time as any. This Denver. has been a good one. All right, man. How can our faithful listeners find us if they wanted to have any kind of other access to Bigfoot Revival? Well, I'm going to tell them. But in order for you to know, you have to be what Sasquatch called a faithful listener. A faithful listener. <laughs> <laughs> www.bigfoot.com. BigfootRevival.com is the place to go. You just go ahead and head on over there and uh, click on that podcast bar and check out all of our old episodes. Click on the bo- the blogs tab and check out some good thought-provoking blogs. Um, follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe. Do all of that stuff that people are telling you to do on all the social medias that we're on. It's all at Bigfoot Revival. Hit us up. Did you mention YouTube? All of them, son. Man, all find us all. on YouTube. Subscribe. Share and subscribe. Also, hit us up at our email. BigfootRevival at gmail.com. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yeti. Guess what, man? What's up? We out. Deuces.